hit it, Jack. No, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. All right, man. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. Yeah, man. It's episode 39. 39 weeks of us rambling, talking shit. Yep. Talking, yeah, spreading good vibes as well. We don't just talk nonsense the whole time. And as usual, I'm here today being Vosani, myself in third person. Um, I'm with Sizzle. We're with Zandi. Hello. Ipsy's out there singing today. She's got a show. Jesus is King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she's singing Jesus is King, but she's singing for Jesus. Yeah. Um, and we've got a friend of the pod here today. Some call him Sia, some call him Bob. Some call him Sia Bob. Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna be back on YouTube. I got a few questions about that. Mm, like why same. have why we haven't been on YouTube for the last month or so. Same. But we're gonna we're gonna come back in a while. Things are going to get chopped and screwed. Then we're going to be back on YouTube. So, I don't know. How are you guys feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling I'm feeling super Christian these days. You listen to Jesus is King once, and yeah. now you're Christian. <laughs> I listened to it like three times. Where's my phone, man? I don't have my topics. This nigga got saved by Kanye West. He couldn't get saved by any pastor. It's sad. Any priest. It took Kanye to save you, Caesar. Yeah, dude. Anyway, I wouldn't want to get saved by Kanye. Yeah, that's a bit, it's a bit intense, man. Oh, oh shit, my bad. Netflix on the phone. Uh, shout out. Porn. That's not porn, man. Shout out to Tom. Some call him Simpure. Some call him Tom. Some call him Simpure Tom. <laughs> for, for giving me the logins to Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I've been oh, yes. going in, man. Um... So yeah, what a nice guy. <laughs> nice guy. So yeah, we finally have you here, man. So tell us what it, what exactly drew you to come speak to us today. Uh well, first of all, I am free. Most <laughs> <laughs> of the time, I am busy. And last week, all the previous conversations you guys had, I felt like it lacked some depth a bit. It's like here depth. I am. Mm. So just insert some. Depth. We only have like an hour to speak about certain things. And so. To be fair, I'm also just trying to be on her side for once. I Do you think we're against her? I don't know if you're against her, but you're not for her. Ooh, that's some depth right yeah, there. Yeah, I wish people could see me. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish people could see me. I'm in your corner. Don't worry, I'm in your corner today. Thank you. Yeah, man, these two came in all black, actually. They are on the same team. Oh, yes. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Okay, so what are you talking uh, about? The energy thing? Frequencies. There we go. Boom. You guys, your frequencies are aligned. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to speak to you. Um, I've heard some stories, right? About you. Wait. No, no, it's okay. I'm not going to get into any specifics. But I used to work with Simpure, a friend yeah. of the pod. And the way I understand it, you guys, maybe in Simpure's previous life, was a fuckboy, right? So I want to ask you, what what's that life like? Is it taxing? Is it enjoyable? What is it like being a fuckboy in 2019? First of all, just defying. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, man. 
A man that fucks a lot. He plays and sells women dreams. Okay, then I can't comment on that. It's not uh, it's not something I do. Okay, the former the first Which was? the first definition. <laughs> <laughs> Which was Anyways, man. <laughs> just answer the question, bro. He's dodging it. He knows exactly what I mean. I just want to know what your life is like. You're not in a relationship right now. I am not in a relationship. That's very true. Do you see yourself getting into a relationship at any time? Uh, yes, yeah, sometime uh, next year. Probably after the <laughs> You're, you're scheduling. How do you schedule this? Because December is October till Feb, dude. <laughs> <laughs> January you broke so why are you trying to get into a relationship when you're in January yeah. just give yourself time so yeah after fair okay going back to your question uh, in terms of selling dreams uh, I don't do that I don't think that's that's good both by <laughs> <laughs> by males and okay. females alike there's no need for you to sell dreams because you break people's hearts and you know it's not that great however in terms of the the sex part uh hey it's it's not the worst, eh? I'm not, not going <laughs> to complain and say, no, it's something I didn't enjoy doing. You didn't enjoy doing, which means you're not doing, you're not living that lifestyle anymore. No, I'm not living that lifestyle anymore. <laughs> I feel like we're getting the 30 yeah. for 30 on this CL. Makes the question from the hardest freestyle of 2019. Do you get AIDS when you are having a sex? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that kid, wherever he is, man. <laughs> question <laughs> uh, so, so you're not part of that lifestyle anymore no i'm not part of that lifestyle anymore what happened what changed what was the switch that brought down your libido if we can say the libido hasn't come down have you seen this nigga's tweets <laughs> <laughs> shoots shots on everybody's posts dude. <laughs> he so shoots his shots <laughs> What's his handle? At Sia underscore Bob. Go for it. We should differentiate between shooting a shot and complimenting. If someone posts a nice picture, that's a beautiful girl. You compliment. That's not shooting a shot. Bro. Unless that's how you guys shoot your shots. No. I don't shoot shots anymore. But you go, there's a difference between like, wow, that's a nice picture. Yeah. Which you do sometimes. Then there's the flames Splash tongue out emoji. What you you do these combos? I see see these combos. There's a difference between appreciating beauty and just thirsting, bro. Like I've seen this shit on the TL, bro. (laughs) He was hacked. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna screenshot. Now I've got your WhatsApp number. I'm gonna screenshot all these thirsty tweets. Wait, can I ask something? Do females respond well to you? Well, yeah. If I were to meet, let's say, three of them, would they have good reviews about you? Oh, yes. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. I think, I think, I could be wrong, but I highly doubt. I think they get great reviews. Okay. I don't know you, so I'm just, like, trying here. But from what I see... Do you read reviews on Google Play Store? <sighs> so much. <laughs> so what do you see? From what I see... Number one, I'm judging by your appearance. This is relating to what Caesar said about the, the whole fuckboard. The thing. frequencies are about They're to explode. <laughs> no! Can I not speak? Can I not speak? <laughs> 
Alright, speak. Can you shut up and let me speak? Kai, the lady to speak. Yeah. You went into the Kage mode. I just told you that I want to speak. I just told you. Alright, speak. Say your okay. piece, man. For me, when I see a fuck boy, he has to have following things. Right? Well, not have to. Yes. You in shape. Thank you. You, Jim. Thank you. You're a tall, dark, black man. Are you tall? Yes. He's like my height. Well, he's everyone's tall according to Yeah, him, well so. that's true. You're like four foot. Okay, yeah, vertically challenged. This is the second first thing you wish I was like your height. Dude, you know? we're like the same height. Forget it. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Grooming wise, you seem very put together. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You have tattoos. So for me Those look like prison tats, dude. What the fuck is going on? I don't know why you're lying, but that's, that's like, rude as fuck. Oh, whose name is like, that? That's my mother. Oh, okay. I didn't see that one. I was looking at this one. <clears throat> yeah, this one could come out a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's what I... So, that's a fuckboy to you? Mm. Those qualities? Mm. Okay. That's... Not necessarily. Yeah. It's not, not all the time. Not all but time. usually. Like, like, in this case, she's wrong. I'm wrong? Yeah. No, I'm not wrong. I'm talking about... Based on what I've been through. No, he's oh. saying in this case, like oh. him, yeah. he's oh, not. Okay. Yeah. okay. I feel like we need to call Simpu and get some real information about this nigga. Yes, you should. You should. <laughs> you have to find out that it's not actually this poison. Nah, he's working today. We're not going to bother him with this frivolous nonsense. <laughs> so you guys, have you guys ever thought about uh, being a bit more, uh, what's it? Active in your single lives. In my single life, yes, because the, the last podcast I heard about you guys, there's no one night stands. You know, it's just no. I said I've had, I haven't had many one night stands, but I don't enjoy them. Oh, you don't enjoy them. So yeah, uh, and in my single life, I wasn't about going from one girl to the next. I'd have maybe two that I'd go to for consistent sex. I, I'm not the. I can't. Cre- I can't have sex with people I haven't created bonds with. Uh, so yeah. I'm I'm very like sentimental those. in that way. So I have to I have to like two or three keep them in the tuck date for a bit two or three another two or three keep them in the tuck go uh, date a bit. Yeah. That was the that was the pattern I found myself in. That's yeah. why I didn't stay in relationships That's for very long. Long story short, you like to get kissed before you get effed. Yeah, buy me some dinner, man. Yeah, I don't know. I've been out the game for a while. Yeah. So, yeah. but in my single days, yeah, I wasn't about the one night stand thing. It just wasn't me. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't really need that connection. Mm. But it also wasn't like I wasn't about that just hit and run yeah. type of thing. Yeah, I didn't have to run. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> I wasn't about just hit and. T H Y M E. That's me. V U S I E. Oh! This guy just spelled his own name, bro. He just spelled your own name for a bar. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that was god. crazy. But like, yeah, one night stands, they just never appealed to me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. Uh, it goes from person to person, man. My brothers enjoy that shit. I guess not have not having to connect with somebody is beneficial for some people. You don't have to deal with the baggage that comes with connecting with a yeah. person. Mm-hmm. One night stands are just like you relieve yourself and that's it. 
You can part ways after that. That's that's fine, dude. Depending on who you are. I don't know, man. I need to know, like, what are your dreams? You know? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are your aspirations? I want to talk to the person. Yeah, I want to talk. I don't want to, like, you're not a blow-up doll, bro. Like, I want to create but some sort of I connection. guess you can't do that in a one-night stand, maybe. I don't know. And for you, I don't know, man. I, why is it, like, why does it seem as though it's, uh, it's very different for, for ladies? Like, it's just it's, it's so much difficult for you not to uh, catch feelings. This is not a factory shop. My vagina is oh. not a factory shop. Okay. You can't okay. just walk in, mm-hmm. take what you want, and walk out. That's how I see myself. I can't do that. Because Why when you have sex with way? someone, you form a bond, whether you like it or not. There's it's like an unspoken... There, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to have sex with all three of you guys... That's never going to... Like, at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> What is the problem of forming so many bonds? What's the problem? What the fuck, bro? What would be the problem? I think it's also because I'm a sort of like an introvert. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So I don't like letting a lot of people into my space. You know. No, but yeah. So that's that's just me. I don't. I tried it, and then it's caught so many feelings. No, I didn't catch feelings. Shout out to you. The following day. <laughs> The following day, I saw him walking down Brown with another girl, and I was like, oh, okay. Your men are trash. What? And he saw me. <laughs> Shout out to men. Did he You know, didn't even say hi, nothing. No, Some wise words of the game. That person's not yours. It was just your turn. That's some wise words of the game. Once you understand that, your life becomes so much easier. Mm. Yeah. But what about shoes, yeah? What about me? What's your body count? I, I, I don't count. I, he lost count. He lost that's count. Crazy. That's crazy. No, that's that's the count. So when you reached like 20, you were like, ah, that's it. I don't even know if I've reached 20. I started this thing late. This sixth thing, I started late. So. What's late? How old are you now? That's some old. We said, what? We, I said 18. You said... 17 turning 18, I was basically 18. You said 19. Right. So, were you later than that? Or? I was 19 or 20, one of the two. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you had some catching up to do. That's why no, it seemed was, as if you're compactifying all the years missed in a short sp- uh, space of time. So, it seemed like you were having like, Not even, a eh? lot of partners. Not even, eh? I think uh, you guys just, you guys, guys, you guys see what I tweeted, the assumption is. No, I, maybe I've been misinformed. Maybe I've been misinformed because I don't just pull the shit out of my ass, bro. I, I, I work with some pure. Yes, yes. So you told me about, like, camp and all this type of shit. You niggas were just... Uh, <laughs> they're having orgies, basically, dude. This is, what? They were basically... Like, <laughs> 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 these things were basically <laughs> orgies that these niggas were having. Selling your shit, just coming in space like, ah, oh, shit. This nigga is telling you, but that is that is not true at all. Ah, I wasn't at that party. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, you lied, bro. Listen, man, I'm not gonna expose all of these secrets, bro. But there was an instance where um, I don't know which role it was, but some pure was busy, now with some with some broad. And Sia comes into the room needing condoms. I don't know if it was the other way around or if it was you needing condoms or him needing condoms. But while this guy's mid-stroke, he's busy handing his nigga a condom. That's crazy. That's I don't wild. understand how these niggas live, but these are some bullshit. Niggas done the relay racing. 
signing the baton. <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel about your friends, but if your friend wants to uh, keep themselves safe, I think as a friend you should be there all the time to support them. A good friend would wait for you to finish. A better friend would give you the content straight away. Look, man. Look, man. I don't. I don't. I don't know about your friendships. I haven't been in such a friendship. This nigga told me that because people don't steal my tasks, I don't have friends. Listen to this guy's measure of friendship, bro. <laughs> I was in the bus like, ah, oh, your, your test doesn't, doesn't go missing. Ah, oh, you don't have friends, yeah, bro. Let me go put on my black Air Forces. <laughs> I'm going to make this friendship real. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> what else do you have? What do you guys have on your lists? On my list, mm. I want to talk about the people's champion, well, white people's champion, Musi My Money. So, Musi, my money. Oh, as we know him, Musi. So, yeah, man. What you guys think about that? I saw some people predicted this would happen. People said post before elections, pre elections, Mm -hmm. that the DA would lose and he would get put on the chopping block behind the scenes and he'd come out and resign. Okay. Mm. And now it's come to life. He's he's left the DA. There's some things that were not being told. Uh, yeah. I knew after uh, Herman Mashaba released that press release that Musa would probably be next. But that's one side of the story, bro. Like I I I don't. There's some things that were not being told. We don't know the full story about this guy's resignation. Dude, there's like a lot was happening here because first of all, if we go back to Herman Mashaba's uh, speech. When he was resigning, he actually threw Musi under the bus because mm. he said something. I'm not going to quote him, but he said something like, uh, "Initially, when I started to uh, work here as DA, I was doing it because Musi had a vision, and I yeah. bought into that vision. So I can no longer participate when the vision is no longer the same. So now, <laughs> Musi, well, how can Musi stay if this case is just said your vision has changed? This is not the vision. So yeah. that was yeah. a tough one. And then secondly, if you be uh, the endless. What they say is because, you know, South Africa is, is like a movie. Mm. We've got these people that are funding the politicians. So as soon as Musi Maimani actually questioned uh, Sarah Maposa about the Posasa donations, and then they found out that the, the Posasa donation came from actually white monopoly capitalists, that mm. kind of was like, the DA was like, listen, buddy, this, this change is, he's not part of the DA, but we'd rather have him there because he is able to push a specific narrative, which is white monopoly capitalist. And if you are here doing that to Musi, I mean to Cyril, listen, we also yeah. get exposed. So, quick question. Hence why he's uh, dead laundry also came out. Yeah, man, they keep at his files. Yo, bro. <laughs> bro. Quick question. What, what, uh, because the DA, well, Musi's vision for the DA was one essay for all, right? That yeah. was the, that was the vision. What did it become? Why do you say that why, why does Herman Mashaba say that According it's not the vision and he does, he does, he's not playing part in that vision? Well, first of all, because Helen got elected as electoral whatever. What did she yeah. get elected as? Um, a federal council yeah, or something. She got federation she, she council. And yeah. she is against <laughs> the whole uh, taking into account race before you make uh, certain decisions, which makes absolutely no sense in the country we live in. Mm. You can't be telling people that you're not going to take race as the number one factor before you make certain decisions. I mean, we live in an country where we're so divided. Do you say why? Yeah. I can tell you why. Because first of all, majority of us are black. Majority Mm -hmm. of the black people are 
very poor. Mm-hmm. So then if you're not going to take that into account before making decisions like making, I don't know, employment uh, rules or mm. whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. then what are we doing? Because we need to first get to a certain point as black people where we're able to fend for ourselves economically. So now if you're just going to make a blanket approach for processes, then black people are not going to be able to get over that line. And we need to get over that line before we can actually think about the great city that Cyril Ramaphosa wants to build. Mm. Or get trains yeah. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. <clears throat> A lot of disparity. <clears throat> <Exactly. Yep. clears throat> Close that gap. What so, do you think about it, Bussi? What do I think? Yeah. I think the mask started to crack. The mask started to crack, unraveled, you know. A lot of black or people of color, mm-hmm. like, who who had important places in the DA structure mm-hmm. have been leaving one by one since, let's say, 2017. It's been a process, you know, we saw what happened with Patricia DeLille, all of this mm-hmm. up until this point. Yeah. Can we just explain to the listeners, because we told them that we've got 41% American listeners. They don't know what the oh, fuck yes. we're talking about. That's a lot of people that okay, have no so idea Americans. what we're talking about. <laughs> so for our people out there in the Western world, in America, Europe, South Africa's political system is not one similar to that of the U.S. where there's two parties, you mm. know. We have many, many political parties. Probably hundreds by now. Yeah. 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 Like, so, and each party... You know, they go into the elections, they can try to get as many votes as they can. Mm. You know, it's very democratic. Mm. But, of course, they are about... There was, for the longest time, two parties that ran the race, which was the African National Congress. Mandela. And... They know the Mandela story. <laughs> yeah. It's Mandela. <laughs> and the National Party, or now the DA, we know it as the DA. Mm-hmm. But no. yeah, <laughs> no. we know it's the NP. <laughs> we, we, we know just, you guys. <laughs> yeah, we know. It's just window dressing. Yeah, yeah. So they are the two main parties in the horse race. Of course, the EFF has now come up as a new party that's challenging the status quo. Yeah. But yeah, so that's our political landscape. Mm-hmm. You got one party that always wins the ANC. They're always gonna win. It's we know this. Yeah. They've been winning since we. Got, since we were born. Yeah, since Born Freeze came around, since 94. Mm-hmm. And in this present moment, we're discussing their opposition, the DA, formerly known as the National Party. Mm-hmm. So it's basically the black guys versus the white guys, right? So <laughs> the DA are the white guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, the DA are the white guys. And they put black faces at the head of the picture, so that they can get the black vote. No disrespect to all the black leaders in the DA, we're not saying that you're not pulling your weight. Yeah. But... (laughs) (laughs) This is what I think has happened, right? I do think that... I don't want to say there was like a lot of coonery going on, that these guys were sellouts or anything. I do think that they genuinely wanted something good for black people. People such as Musi Maimani, you know, Lindewe, all of them. Yeah, yeah. But I feel that behind the scenes, they were told by the guys who really run that party, the white faces, that, look, we need you to get numbers. You're black. Black people are not going to vote for us as white people. They're not going to look at the ballot and see an old white lady and say, yeah, 
I'm voting for yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you really think they were told that? So I think they not co- not overtly like that. Yeah. But it's kind of like programmed into Yeah, I got covert way of saying you know what you're needed for. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. without you we can't achieve our goals. Mm-hmm. Probably that's how it's probably put. Like without you we can't achieve mm-hmm. our goals. Mm-hmm. i.e. we can't get the black vote from the majority black population. Who's still very angry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that they did have good visions, mostly, probably, himself, when he got into this. He probably did want things to be better for black people. Do you know from the ANC at UQ? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Say. So, he probably had those visions in place, mm-hmm. but I feel like they were restricted because they go against where the DA's money, their pockets, and their fundamental beliefs lie yeah. with WMC, white monopoly capitalism, right? Sure. So, I feel it's gotten to that point where... A lot of these people of color in the DA are going, are having that moral internal battle. And they're saying, I'm not going to win what I really want to fight for, for exactly. people of color. And I can't do this anymore with the DA. So they're just leaving one by one, one by one, until now it's all unraveled. And pretty much the DA is going to have a very much white face again. Mm. How happy is the ANC, guys? Dude, they're so happy because DA has been closing this gap for like the past eight years. They've just been closing the gap and now they're back. They're going all the way back, bro. Yeah. Did you guys vote? Yeah, I voted. I I did not vote. I didn't vote. Couldn't find my ID. Did you vote? didn't. I did not. That's a surprise. But yeah, you can't because visa issues (laughs) if you vote. If I vote, then I lose my citizenship in America. Oh. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real thing. Take me back. What's going on here? Yeah, because Caesar is from Atlanta, Georgia. That's right. Oh, the accent. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so Caesar is from America, citizenship, right? Family stayed there for some years. Mm hmm. And I think you and your brothers were born there. Yeah, and my sister. So, yeah, so if Caesar oh, votes... Oh, when did you guys lose this side? this guy. Yeah, man. So yeah. if Caesar votes, he loses his American citizenship, which closes a lot of doors in the future. Mm. Oh, so you're looking out to go there, so I get like... At some point. I mean, I can still go back and be a naturalized citizen if I stay there for three or four years, but it's just too much, dude. If I go there and I'm already a citizen, they already see me as one of them. And you know how yeah, America is it with makes outsiders. makes a whole lot of processes easier. Yeah, it makes things a lot easier. So being an African, going there to naturalize, now nah, they're going to be like, just hold on, bro. We're going to give so, you a hard time. So in other words, you, you, you chose... <coughs> wow. You chose the, the possibility of you going to America and making it easier than the other, which is actually having a say, a voice in structuring the current country you live in. That's what you went for. What? You chose the easier way of the possibility of you going to America and making the whole administration thing easier for you as opposed to actually having a voice into the way South Africa is going. Yeah. I Like, that's the easiest... Yes, but it's, it's a lot deeper than just that, dude. You're making it seem as if 
I'm saving myself for America in order, like, like, Amer- like South Africa can go to the dogs all at once, but I'm saving myself for America. That's not the case. Right. That's exactly what I'm that, saying. That, I, I, hear, I, I hear exactly <laughs> what you're saying. I hear exactly what you're saying, but that's you, that's not the case. You can bro. go to that side and go to Magic City on a Monday. Bro, I'm still going to be popping, bro. But it's deeper than that for me, dude. Yes, it is a selfish decision, but for me, it's like, okay, I'm in a country that's so close to, like, I don't know, erupting and eroding itself why not use the fact that i was born in america to to live there in a country that's although that country's eroding too but at a much slower rate than south africa is it is it is a selfish decision but it's still like shit there's something about america that i don't i that i feel connected to because i was born there but i don't know much about it so it's like a i don't know a frequency <laughs> I don't know what it is, dude, but there's something about that place that makes me want to be there instead yeah. of here. So if circumstances allow, I would like to go back for a couple of years, see what it's like, and we'll see if I can start a life there someday. If you did vote, who were you going to vote for? I was going to vote for the EFF, reluctantly. Mm-hmm. Reluctantly, because all of these guys are showing us very, very like close together how, how corrupt they all are. Okay. Did you vote, Sandy? No. Why not? Why? Because this whole election, different parties. Like, why don't we all just work together and actually deliver not, what is needed? This is not Disney Channel, Sandy. <laughs> well, I'm not to believe that this is Disney Channel. Okay. It's not that this hard, is This is Earth. Men are... A lot of different people who are promising... All these stuff. And then, at the end of the day, some of them don't even do it. This is it, Sandy. Men are motivated to get yachts, get money, get mansions. They don't want unity. But in the same conversation, you say, why don't we work together? The whole point of you voting is to actually push that. Because if you vote for the opposition party and then there's a coalition, at the end of the day, we're working together. But at the end of the day, there's always going to be a party that's opposing the leading one. It's difficult in South Africa because it's very black and white. Blacks don't... Uh, well, whites don't want to work with blacks and blacks don't want to work with whites. There's a dichotomy in that well, because... Yes, but I understand that... You understand that if there was a coalition that we could get closer to that overall vision of working together. Exactly. Look at the city of Johannesburg. There was a coalition between the DA and the EFF and how well has what have they performed in the last three years, two years because of that. I'm not saying it's all bad, but I mean... It's not all bad, but it, it could be way better. So it, it really could, could. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It could if be you were going to vote, who would you vote for? Kiss. What the fuck is that? It's a political party. party. Yeah, I know that, but what, <laughs> what is there? I don't know. I just know there's a political party. I don't even know Kiss the band, yeah. bro. Because you have EFF. They are loud and ratchet. But their ideas... You see, that's yeah. that's why I said I'd vote for them, but reluctantly. Their idea is to liberate us finally. Yeah, I voted for the EFF. <laughs> you did. I like their radical stance. I don't like the radical no, stance. I like the, the policy. That's the thing. People <laughs> I like... misunderstand the word radical, and the media use that to their advantage. Because the word radical, in terms of this political scape, landscape, radical change means sorting something out from the root cause. Mm-hmm. But the media knew that people think of the word radical, and they think of rioting and and action and stuff. 
So they knew that when the when they said the EFF has these radical changes it wants to like bring, mm. they were like, basically they uh, they put like videos of people striking, rioting. Mm. So they programmed that thought of radical what, means violence. Yeah. Mm. But radical actually means changing something from the root cause. Okay. So when they want radical economic change, they want to go to the root I've cause. From Does the EFF know that. I think they, yeah, I don't think I don't think they, I they think even they, know because yeah. they push the narrative actually if we're being honest we're going to be like the media push that narrative you have yeah. to push that the narrative that radical means immediate action yeah they wanted they wanted a complete 180 exactly that radical yeah. means do, making a 180 right now yeah that's exactly yeah. How a turnaround like, now I, now <laughs> they want to turn exactly. now but they want it from that root cause like the EFF doesn't just want to put black faces in certain positions in the economy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then be like, cool. No, they want to sort out what's actually going on with white WMC. They want to go to the root cause and be like, this is where the money lies. These are the people that decide what is going on. They're at the root of the problem. We want to go change that. I, I still don't think they, they, but they themselves... I don't think they get the concept. Like, the EFF, they want... They, want, um, they understand... Malcolm X's point of view of non-violence doesn't work. This is where Malcolm X and Martin Luther King were always at odds with each other. Malcolm X wanted to fight. Martin Luther was like, no, we're, we're just going to be peaceful. Yeah. You see, and I don't He's very with, Malcolm X in the mind. I don't fuck with MLK. <laughs> okay, but that's your problem. <laughs> because now you're going to be one of the niggas that have to do what our parents had to do in those days. Are you willing to do that? I'm willing to do that. I'm not willing to do that. Bro, I'm not willing to do that. <laughs> if, if what someone's... is the point of them doing that? If you do this, right, you're some, at some point a generation that comes from your loins is going to not have to suffer along with other black people. Yeah. I would fucking do it. If I had that guarantee, if some divine okay. being came and said, you do this in your lifetime, there's a generation of black people that are not going to have to suffer. Bro, why can't that divine being just make things right, bro? We fucked ourselves over so much. <laughs> this divine being of yours, I... Bro, I'm just saying, he's like, been disappointing us. I'm been just if I could get that guaranteed message. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that, that concept like, for me is still issue. You give me a guarantee that me participating in the struggle, a new struggle, or an un- an updated version of the struggle, it's never stopped. It's never it's stopped, him. Would guarantee something for another generation of black people. I'm gonna do it, bro. It I will, will do it. I think it definitely will. We just have to talk about the, the extent of it. Because when they did this, what they did back then, I'm pretty sure they didn't expect 2019 to still be like this. Mm, yeah. I, so it's to the extent of the what's it, the reward. Yeah. What is our reward guaranteed? Is everybody gonna finally be on an equal playing field once that revolution takes place? Because that's really what we want, dude. An I, equal playing I field. I think it should be a mindset, sh- uh, mindset shift first, bro. Because yeah. mm. as Africans, as black people, we, yeah, we just there are certain things that we just need to overcome mm. um, historically, culturally. Which really, I don't know what culturally, but then historically, because uh, we better culture too much sometimes, and it's like, dude, that's actually not really the problem. Yeah, it's really not really. That's not the problem. It's just certain things that we need to to pinpoint, and just. Uh, Love ourselves as well, man. Also, just love ourselves. Can I tell you why I say culture? Selfless, my dog. Let me tell you why I say culture. We have a group chat with some of our cousins, right? And one of my cousins, a female uh, cousin, was like, Lou, Luanda, that's my brother. 
Lou, are you dating a colored chick? Yeah. My brother's like, no. What makes you say that? She's like, no, man. The ancestors are telling me that somebody in your family is dating a colored chick. The ancestors are telling me this. And they're never wrong. So my brother's like, okay, I'm not dating a colored chick. My eldest brother's not dating a colored chick. I'm not dating a colored chick. My sister's not dating a colored guy. The ancestors are dead wrong. So this is a small example of a, 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 a mindset of ancestors knowing everything. Is someone lying, though? What if, what None if of someone's them. dating under the... Dude, I know who everybody <laughs> in my family's dating, bro. Or, so it's, it's this mentality that ancestors will give you answers to everything. That's a cultural thing. I'm not talking about the religious aspect. I'm talking about the cultural aspect of ancestors knowing every damn thing. But then sh- that person could also just be lying themselves. Like, yeah. Not even but that's the thing. Yeah, that's the <laughs> thing. Could just be lying. That's it's the honestly. thing. It's the mindset of it. It's it, it. She could be lying. She could be fooling herself into it. But it's the mindset. Well, dude, that's I could open another conversation in terms of religion. Then I mean, you know, we have black people preaching to another ancestor. They absolutely love Jesus. Let's guys, let's not forget Jesus is an ancestor. Yeah, he is an ancestor. And he is the faith. He is the white. But he is an ancestor, bottom line. This is why I say we need to love ourselves. It's crazy how we can always just talk about culture, ancestor, but keep it black and better that. But yeah. No, I have no problem. But I'm the biggest anti-religion guy in this room. Everybody looks at me like I'm crazy when I say shit. I'm seeing a blanket approach across like Africans. Yeah. And yeah. then we then go to go do the exact same thing to another ancestor. And just put this guy on a pedestal. Guys, this guy is... I agree, dude. I agree. (laughs) Matthew. I saw this a lot during... What's that thing we celebrate, man? Heritage Day? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of my Caucasian classmates (laughs) were like... We're having this debate about culture in South Africa. Mm -hmm. A lot of the Caucasians felt that they don't have a culture. They felt a bit left out, right? Are they English-speaking white people? Yeah, because it uh, was that argument of why are we changing Heritage Day to Pride Day? Dude! Yeah. yeah. So it takes me so much. So then we were like, no. So then they got to that thing of, no, white people want to change it to Pride Day because they don't have culture. <laughs> That's not our problem. And then, <laughs> then I was like, this is not true, though. Because I was like, white people do have culture. They just don't know it. And in South Africa, oh, we've made culture it. a black thing. Like, people think culture, and then they want to think of Chaka Zulu or whatever. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. We've made that black thing, that culture. Black people have this culture. It comes with certain clothing and certain, mm-hmm. like, traditions. Mm-hmm. But it's like, everyone has that. Black or white. White people just don't know theirs, or they're not aware of it, or the history of theirs. They're aware of it. I think a lot of them are ignoring it because their recent history has been very oppressive towards the groups that they've colonized. So I, I feel like they're trying to imagine a white a white guy dressing up as a patriot colonizer in South Africa. That would piss off a lot of people, bro. <laughs> British people that's their culture bro what that's the way they dressed in those days I'm saying the way they dressed our culture okay leopard Wait. cheetah skin or leopard print um, apparel for Zulus yeah, yeah, yeah theirs was like long robes with white socks and like that's the way they dressed in those days bro. but this is another thing right and with the religion culture thing like you're saying with the ancestors mm-hmm. with black people we make it like a thing of it's cultural right White people have what they call cults. Mm. 
Black people don't have cults. We just have cultures. You're either yeah. cultural or you're religious. So what's the what's white the people have? You're religious or you're in a cult. Mm. Do you see that that difference? It's not you're religious or you're cultural. No, you're religious or you're in a cult that does some weird hoodie shit yep. under somebody's <laughs> in someone's basement. Mm. You know, and you do witchcraft, as they put it. Actually, we don't have like a white person to tell us a bit more about this. Yeah, <laughs> actually, we need. Yeah, we dope. Like, you should bring one of your Caucasian friends. Yeah, and someone. I'm, I'm, I'm invite one of the, the Caucasians. Brand. Yeah, we'll put them on the brand. I don't know, man. I just know white people that are Portuguese, Lebanese, Italian. Their culture. I was actually having the chat with you. Mm-hmm. They, the way they prepare their food, the way they dress. You know, they're still very in touch with the languages they speak in in the house. White English speaking people. I haven't seen the culture. I don't know what the culture is. Is it swearing in the house? Because I see that in all of my white friends' <laughs> homes. Bro. You just went there. <laughs> bro, white people swear a lot, bro. When was the last time you like swore with your I'm mom? Not, I'm not here to deny that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I have white friends. And yeah, I, exactly. I'd be like, whoa. Did you just, just say that, bro? That's your mother, bro. So, like, I don't know what the... Like, cultures are, are societal norms, right? That's what culture is. Yeah, man. Shared beliefs. Values. Shared beliefs, values, customs, and societal norms. But per household, I've seen a lot of that in white homes. So, I'm, I'm saying that's their culture just based on the definition of the word culture. But then, I guess, we as black people have adopted English white people's culture with Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but maybe you it, guys. But we call it a religion. Yeah. Because they have the ancestors, they have the traditions, mm-hmm. like you need to take communion, all that, yes, you need to do all, like mm-hmm. those are the rituals and traditions, you know, mm-hmm. they have a certain way of praying, how your prayers should be done. Mm-hmm. So it is a culture, technically. But so then, doesn't that, like, because black people are very religious, probably even more so than white people at this point yeah. in South Africa. Yeah. Um, how do isn't there a conflict between being cultural and, you know, praying to your ancestors and seeking guidance from them versus going to church and seeking guidance from God? It's, Isn't there a conflict there? It's crazy. It is. Yeah. The conflict is actually one-sided because if, you, if you're like a staunch Christian, mm-hmm. practicing your culture is like, what are you doing? Mm. It's, it's Jesus, it's God, yeah. it's the individual you pray to, yeah. the line, the Holy Trinity. But... Culturally, there's no such thing as no, you cannot pray to another religion. Oh, so it's, it's the really Christian thing is the one, like, one true one God yes. aspect, and then if you don't believe like, this, you might not go to heaven. Yeah, if you believe in holy I've said so culture, it's no, there's no such thing as that. There's yeah. no routine. Yeah. Listen, it's, this is it. Yeah. It's the Bible, clothes, finish and clap. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're this side, it's like, yeah, but what are you doing, eh? I've literally sat with black people who are Christians and said black people that pray to their ancestors are like possessed and there's something wrong with them. So they we've say, lost our identity. They say that that's evil. Mm-hmm. To them, that's evil. You pray to your ancestors and stuff. They're like, no, that's wrong. They're supposed to be with Christianity. A mind shift needs to happen. It needs to happen, yeah. Because it's yeah. Just, Yo, it's sad. Yeah, we're right. Right. Why people came and just gave us wishful thinking, bro? No, why people came and fucked up, dude. Like, they guys, we honestly took an L. 
They don't. I don't think they realize how well their mental programming the works on black people. It was. It worked so well. They said there was a Christianity in Africa before colonization, but we know a white Christianity. You don't know. There was Christianity in Africa. Yeah. Before colonization. Before colonization, they said there were churches in Ethiopia. And I know there was, were definitely religions. They I'm said not that sure there about was Christianity. a version of Christianity that was practiced. Because but, missionaries would have traveled before colonize, colonization yeah. happened. So. But the very Christianity nice. we know today is a very white Christianity. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. very different to. It just it speaks to just a black as a black person when you're growing up when you're just fed with this white person who's just superior to all who's Jesus. Mm. What do you think that does to a black child? That's what I'm I was saying, you, dude. If you yeah. see this the white image of God the whole time, change, I've been saying it, that. It's not going to work, bro. We need to just get out of this, <clears throat> this bubble we're in where... Yeah, the current bubble we're in just needs to change. Like, honestly, it's crazy. I offend too many people about my... my views on that so i'm just gonna segue into music time this is segue into music time the thing is people need to understand because i am religious Mm -hmm. i pray like almost every day i pray to god actually Mm -hmm. and i pray in the name of jesus right and i still have these conversations i still have these different views you can still be objective exactly like i think people need to understand that you're not gonna go to hell for knowing that there's other ways to do things True, I'm a, Buddhist. A lot of these yeah. people are scared. Like someone would, who's like me, religious, would be scared to have the opinions I'm having. Mm. They'd be like, no, that's so wrong. You can't say that. Like you're going against this. And I'm like, no, fam, this is the truth. Now, you must say the truth, but it's an opinion. <laughs> it's the truth because that, it's not a fact. It's just yeah, the truth. It's, the truth. it's an opinion that things don't have to be just one way. You can broaden your mind and understand that there's different things out there. But isn't that a conflict? You need to understand that there's some things about your faith that are also very colonialist and very... How do I phrase this? Yeah. Like, (laughs) sexist. I I say this this all the time. Especially when I talk to women who are very religious. I'm like, do you think the Bible is feminist in any way? Or do you think it's very... What's the word? The word of the P. Or whatever. Incorrect? No, for men, what's it? What patriarchal? Patriarch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, do you think this book is patriarchal? And they all go, yes. I go, so what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, I'm gonna keep believing. I'm like, wow. good for you. You know what? It's fine. Well, the thing, once you've been like battered with that information from a young age, it's hard to grow out of it. Yes. I I, I even tweeted yesterday. Um, somebody tweeted, do you? Guys still pray when you go on long trips. I said, oh, yeah, so yeah, I still pray when I'm about to eat food. Sure. Even though I, I'm not mentally a Christian anymore. That subconscious guys, thing of praying before meals and stuff need to like be that. Religion, religious to pray, guys. I think people need to understand that. No, no, but we're, we're saying God bless the food we're about to receive. That's a very religious no. prayer. It is. You're saying God bless the food I'm about to receive. It's spiritual. spiritual. You do not need... It is... Religion is just the whole other stuff with the whole Jesus and it's the it's Allah the construct. And, yeah, yeah. But being spiritual is just understanding that there's a superior being 
that you believe is there and then you just okay so that's the dichotomy that i have between myself and other people that believe in god i say i believe in god 100%. but for me it's not a conscious being god is not a conscious being a for you guys it's somebody that you can communicate to for me it's like he exists you pr- probably and because i don't know and well, all of us don't know he probably set the universe in motion but it was a force not a being I, we say he to personalize it but yeah. it's not a person mm-hmm. or yeah so this force set things into motion and that's why we have the climate change that we have the struggling and suffering that we have because there's no good god that could, that could allow all of that stuff to exist in my mind that's another in, in, in my mind that's my mind i don't think somebody who's conscious and claims to be good could allow all of that crap to happen while we're here mm. so for me it's a force it's not a person it's not a, it's not a, a, a an intelligence that i can communicate to yeah that's all the difference is yeah. just do what works for you guys and be good to others yeah what's the line yeah let's <laughs> <laughs> segue Yeah, and saying all of that anti-God stuff, I'm about to play a song called God Is of Jesus is King. <laughs> That's my song of the week, man. Line that up. Line that up for us. That's what God is. 
That's what God is. That's what God is. Kanye West off Jesus is King finally gave us the album that we've all been waiting for. Alright, alright. Zany Yolo, you got a pick this week? A song. Yeah. Song of the week. I do not. I do not. You know, a little bit of wavy audio. No, I do not. Airwaves. <laughs> Technically, singing is just airwaves that are going up and down, some shit. I don't know. Yep, so he's talking. So he's talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see where he was going with that. <laughs> so, you, so you got any talking MP3s? I don't understand. Some wave files. <laughs> you ain't got no wave files. Do you have, you have white uh, friends? In, no. You did. White friends? Yes, you did. In the way, your jokes are very white, man. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to you the time. This guy's cheesy. Yeah, you know? man. This is the difference. <laughs> His best friend is Jake or Jonathan or something Jake. like that. Yeah, I wish, man. I, wish. <laughs> I think I've had like at each point I've had like one white friend. Right now I've got two. Who? Mm-hmm. I've got Angelo. Mm-hmm. You still yeah. in contact with Angelo? Yeah, we play football on Thursdays. Oh, okay. He's the only white guy in the team also. But he's also one of the best probably in your team. Yeah, Angelo's like messy. Angelo Jeez. is fire. Angelo's fire. Pause. So, and then I've got my other friend, Sean, who's also the only white guy in our group. <laughs> so both of my white friends are surrounded by black people. Jeez, Every time we're the exact <laughs> opposite. <laughs> woke, those guys. Because I've got a friend of mine, he's, he's, he's white, his name is Clinton. Only the yeah. most woke people, not woke white person, woke people. And so yeah. it's refreshing to be around a white person who understands that, listen. He understands the plight. Yes, dude. Yo, yeah. when you other white people just say dizzy things. You're like, yo, boy. Devin. That nigga told me that white privilege doesn't exist. I almost, I almost started crying. No, some people don't understand. <laughs> you should just like some people don't really understand what uh, what what it means when you say white privilege. So, yeah, yeah. Maybe you should try break it down before crying. Just break it down. People <laughs> don't understand. Then maybe like. Dude, I tried every possible approach, dude. I tried, I tried to give him the race example, right? Like you're in a race, a hundred meter race. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. if you start 10 meters ahead of somebody, you're most likely to finish. Well, not black people. You have to start 50 meters in front of black people to win a race, but... <laughs> um, ordinarily. <laughs> you do, like... I try to give him that example. If you start so much ahead of somebody else in a race, you're most likely to get to the end before them. Yep. So white people are more likely to be winners at the end of their lifetimes because of what, have, what they've been able to amass over the past... 
200 years, I'd say, in South Africa. Yeah, yeah. They've been able to open their own factories, own corporations, own farms, and sustain their wealth like that. We didn't have any of that. Keeper. Yeah, exactly. We've had 25 years, and they've been telling us to get over apartheid. Like, Ooh. it happened yesterday. I hate that, bro. Ooh. I hate that. Ooh. But anyways... <laughs> I always ask you, like, what is it like, though? Because I can always wonder, like... You know, since when you come and hang out with us for the pod, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we hang out outside the pod. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, your core group are your friends who are white, right? Right, right, right. So I'm like, I'm always wondering, like, what is that like? Like, being in that, in that spaces, in the places that white people like to frequent. Because the last time I hung out with a group of white guys... Went to some bar, mm-hmm. and man, it was the most uncomfortable day of my life. Simply <laughs> because it was just so many white people around. Yeah, I was like, "This is just not it for me." Like, yeah. I sat there, I had my few drinks, and I was like, "I'm out, guys. Bye." Yeah, uh, the places that we okay, firstly, the places that we frequent are white, right? But they're very mixed. So, like, in Bedford View, we love going to a place called Stones. When you go there, there's a oh, yes. there's a decent mix of all races. I think that's why I feel so comfortable going there all the time. Bedford View Stones is the most liberated place. Like, Bruh, exactly. Is just like, Dude, exactly. It's, it's but there are places like Truth where I'm like, I don't like going there, bro. You go that, to Truth. I, I've been there two times and I hate it both times. You're I'm never going back time. there. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so from that point of view, we go to places that are very mixed. When it comes to, like, the hangouts, I think I feel more comfortable that Tepo and Sepang are around now, even though they are, are very white-anized. White-anized? Yeah. <laughs> Is that a new word? They, yeah, I just made it up right now. <laughs> but it makes me feel more comfortable. But my friends, like, I've known them from childhood. So for yeah. me, it hasn't been a thing of, like, we see race. I know a lot of people say that. But for us, it was like, ah, dude, this is my friend. He happens to be black. That's my friend. He happens to be white. And I think that's a very innocent way to have a friend. And not always bring up the fact that you're black and you're white. Because that would just annoy me. I don't think I could be friends with people like that. Dude, I fully agree with this guy. But it, it, that, that uh, mindset, you know, you have it until a certain point. Because that's how I also grew up. Exactly the same way you yeah. full of... I had a lot of racially... Uh, I was going to say ambiguous. Yeah, racially ambiguous. We didn't see race. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Until a certain age where you couldn't do certain things. And then you realize that the people that couldn't do certain things were also black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that we know race. that race exists. That's... I, I know what you're about to say. Yeah, I know what you're about to say. Certain, it gets there. Like, I know. Okay, shit. Actually, there are certain struggles that... I know exactly what you mean. Kyle can't... <laughs> like, he doesn't know it because he's white. Let yeah. me give you an example. This happened two weeks ago, dude. Vinny uh, had his birthday party for his son, right? His son just turned one. He's like, guys, take my keys um, and go open up my house and stuff. I'll be with you guys in a, in a moment. You guys can take my keys. So from the venue, we went to his house. We opened up his house. And then the house locked. It locks from the inside, bro. When you, when you, when you close it, it locks from the inside. I don't understand wow. how it works. But the key was inside. So we're in a situation where like, oh shit, we need to break into the house now. Now it's three niggas, or two niggas, no, no, it's three niggas and two white guys. It looks like we're breaking into this nigga's house for real, bro. So we're like, okay, we need to stop this. Uh, we need to go across the road to the, to the neighbors who are white and, and, and tell them, look, can, can you guys get a kid? Exactly. Can you guys get a kid, like a toddler, to just fit into this little space in the window? 
Yeah. And in my head, I realized how stupid that sounded coming from a black person. So I said, Lloyd, go across the room and ask these people for a child, dude. <laughs> <laughs> because I knew, for me, I cannot do it, dude. I couldn't do it, just be, just off the strength. Yeah. But then I got there, uh, we got across the road and we're like, oh, these people are colored. They might just help us. You know what I mean? So there are those dichotomies in our friendship where it's like, you're white, so you're, you're most, most likely to accomplish X and I'm black, and I probably won't be able to accomplish X. So, yeah, we know that race exists in our group of friends. We're not oblivious. But we try not to make it the paramount uh, subject of our friendship, dude. It shouldn't be that way. I don't think it should. If we're trying to be the different generation, then why why are we going back and saying, I can't be your friend because you're white? Doesn't doesn't make any sense. Zandi? I have white friends. Yeah, she's wearing a Beatenberg shirt. I think that's his everything. People heard that you have white friends from your first appearance yeah. on the show. Move on. Move on. And how's your relationship with your white friends? I've never had a problem. The only problem that I say I could say I encountered was my mom, but this was like way back. So I kind of had to teach her because she thought it was weird. Mm. My friends would come over and they'd sleep over. Your wife is? Yeah. They'd walk around with no shoes on. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> you know? And my mom would shout at her for things like that. And then she actually asked me, and she's like, is your mom okay? And I'm like, the fuck is wrong with you? What do you mean, is my mom okay? <laughs> because she uh, she told me to put my shoes on. And then I had to explain to her. So it, with having white friends, you have to explain all the time. First generation. I think my friends' kids are gonna they're, they're gonna have to do a lot less explaining. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to being friends with black people mm-hmm. and how their parents behave. Like we're we've become a lot more westernized and they've become a lot more African. So that integration, it's gonna be okay in a couple of generations. I have no problem with that. Okay. So the next question, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of being met on by a white guy. She knows what it Have is. you been met on by a white guy? If yes, what's the difference between a black guy and a white guy? Oh, I don't... I... You guys are the same. There's no difference. The niggas are niggas. No, no, I do not match like a lie. I get a lie. No. <laughs> you don't match like a Kyle. I don't make like yeah. a Kyle. No, yeah, you come from Alberton. You, you're all Kyles. Here. <laughs> That's Capri. Capri. Why are you lying to the people? They like, like this? to do a lot of okay. Actually, irritates me. Can I? Can I? I want to get this question a bit deeper. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between being macked on by a white guy? And then a black guy that's lived in white suburbs, oh, and then a black guy from Lagos. Mm, because there's a difference between us as black, uh, yeah. three of us black guys yeah. versus three black guys from Forslo. That's bad. There's a huge difference. First, the yeah. arm behind the back. See. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know the difference between yeah. those three, if you've experienced okay. that. Okay. So the guy in the township will probably back on you using material things like Carvelas. No, man. What do you mean? (laughs) 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 Is he a Scottish? Is my question, bruh. 
How do you mad when you come? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know, bro. I don't, I don't know what you mean by material know. things. I don't your Mac game, bro. <laughs> I don't, don't Mac I don't own Carvettos, first. <laughs> oh, man. So, he'd Mac on with, like, material things. So, he'd say, uh, baby girl. Fuck. I hate that word. Would you, um, our phone can't be set. Oh, my God. I need to speak English. <laughs> Don't you want me to take you out for uh, a ride? Or like, he's always flexing. It feels like he's flexing about his stuff, the stuff that he mm. has. I'm talking about the ones with cars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you guys, okay, suburb black guys. You guys are very fuckboyish. Like, we can see through the eyes that you just want to get into these pants. <laughs> we can see. So, but how's the Mac different, though? <laughs> no, you try and have That's conversation. Guys you guys have conversation. You can hold the conversation. You ask me, how do I, what am I doing? Uh, so, ask about my life. You act like you care. Okay. And the white boy? The white boy does the same thing. The white boy just... A white boy definitely takes longer to... Get to the point. ...the hints or get to the point. Ah. Yeah, black boys are fast. I like black boys. <laughs> but wouldn't that be because black people can connect on something? Like, if you're a black girl from the suburbs and you're a black guy from the suburbs, wouldn't there already be something in common that you guys can start the chat on? Like, okay, you live in Bracken. Oh, no, you live in Maybury Park. Fuck me. But say I lived in Bracken and you lived in Maybury Park. You're like, oh, we're neighbors. We live in neighboring neighborhoods. Like, there's already something to start the conversation on. But if you get approached by Akasi Gent, it's gonna be like, yo, you want to take me to go get some new Carvelas or to get my gold filling or some shit? It's like... I'm ignorant as fuck. I know. The moment you step in, it's finished for you, bro. I hear you. Yeah, you hear me. There's something in common. So, a guy that's being macked, that's making another hood girl, a hood guy that's making a hood girl, they're gonna hit it off, bro. Maybe. If his game is strong enough. But as a guy, I'm going to the guy say, I'm gonna speak English. He's gonna be like, why is this nigga speaking English here, That's bro? the next question. James, you guys, when you guys approaching a girl, have you been at them for long? A year now. Yeah. Okay, so it's not too long. So, when you guys approach a girl, do you guys approach her depending on if you well obviously if you know where she's from? Do you do approach her depending on where she's from and where, if she's from a particular place? Then your Mac game is a certain way, or even if you don't know, do you then change your Mac game or your style when you realize that, oh shit okay no more the cooker guys or this place? Nah, I keep it the same. Okay. I keep it the same. I'm not very versatile, bro. <laughs> how, are you, how are you gonna keep it the same? Because the, I get, in terms of conversation, it's totally different. Because, yeah. for example, for a person, when if I want to conversate with a girl like her, it's mm-hmm. easy for me to just jump on straight to the bed, watch your favorite thing off Netflix, yeah, stuff like that. But yeah. for a person from the like, see, they might not have that that privilege of 
having Netflix. How how do you then keep the Mac game the same, guys? What you saying niggas that are wearing Carvellos don't have Netflix? <laughs> 100%. Fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> They have internet access, they have electricity, they have Carvellas, they've got nice cars. I don't even have a car, bro. I spoke about the privilege. The this privilege. Is my thing. Like, it's not only the money that I can't change. Okay, okay, because okay. I only know my experience. Yeah. I only know what my oh. like strong points of conversation are. Yeah. So yeah. if I start trying to change, it's going to come off as phony. Yeah, it's yeah. going to come off as like, disingenuous. They will sniff that shit out. They'll be like, why are you trying to pretend to be something you're not? If I try to answer, and it also it might be a bit disrespectful if now I approach a ghost from the hood and I try to act hood. She's oh, gonna yeah. be like, "Is that disrespecting? Yeah. Like, why yeah. are you trying to be like this? I like, do you think of this? Uh, this is how I am. Why can't you just approach me the way you would any other yeah, girl?" Yeah. So I just keep it the same. It's either she's gonna be like, "Nah, it's a no for me," or she's gonna be like, "Okay, this is something that I like," or. If it's something different, she might be like, it's different, but I like it. Let mm. me see how mm. it goes. Mm. I agree. Because I've dated some chicks from the hood. Sorry. I've dated some chicks from the hood that did their schooling in Joburg. Yeah. That's another category that ch- people find themselves in. Because the schooling that you get is probably more prominent than the hood that you come from. Yeah. If you're going to school in Joburg and you live in the hood, you're going to take all the social cues from your schooling experience in Joburg. That's the way I've seen it. So the girls that I've met from Soweto and stuff like that, they're, I can get along with them because they've already been part of the city. You know what I mean? I don't have to hoodify myself. Hoodify. <laughs> I don't have to hoodify myself for them, dude. So like, yeah, it's been natural, bro. Like natural I said, as black people, we can sniff each other out. We can. In terms real. of... I, think I don't have to speak... speak like, totally incorrect. I don't have to speak <laughs> like... Um, some I don't have to be like those guys that go to Borkes and things like Yo, bro. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. But me, me just coming like this, speaking like this. They will sniff out. They'll be like, "You're from the suburbs, yeah, or you went yeah. to a model C school, right?" But we're That's not talking it. about changing your making. I'm just saying yeah. changing yourself. When you're making, you talk about conversation, right? Talk about how right. you then going to talk to the person and keep the person intrigued, right? So when I say change your Mac game, it's the conversation. You can still. Keep the accent, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and not stand like this, but it's just a conversation around whatever you guys will be talking about at the time. I think, like, it also, it's context, you know. Context, that's mm-hmm. what I'm like, saying. Where are Am I at school? Are we at, are we at a party? Yeah. yeah. Are we at someone's house? What is the social setting? setting? Like, that also just depends on what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Remember, communication is a two-way process, bro. I can only do as well as she's doing. That's what I was trying to say in last week's chat. Like my my ability to communicate. I, okay, I, I can start a commu- I can start a conversation. That's cool. I can get somebody engaged enough to talk to me. But as soon as we start talking about things that they have no idea about, or she starts talking to me about something I have no idea about, there's going to be a dichotomy of culture there. People from the suburbs are different to people from the hood. Exactly. I'm not about to change my mad game. It's either we're interested in each other or we're not. Arnold's question, right? How do you guys respond? Let's say you approach a woman and you were going in with the whole the long game tactic. <laughs> like mm. you're not gonna get direct to the point, like I'm macking macking. Yeah. And then she flips the script on you and she's like shooting a shot. Mm. Like she can she knows you've come here to Mac, but she's getting more direct to the point. Do you guys then like how do you react to that? Because I had that when I was still in my single days. 
where I was ready for some conversation. I was like, yeah, we have a nice ass conversation. Can't <laughs> like two <laughs> minutes in that shit end. got cut. Like, like, it's that's the thing with you guys. You make it too long. Like Kuluma. Talk. What do you want? What do you mean, what do you want? The guy's trying to get to know you. Yeah. No, but you can't get to know me here. Let's set up a time where we're sitting together. No, you ladies don't know what you want. First thing, no, it's no, no, we're no, taking no. too long. The next thing, that the guy just came up. He spoke to me for like two seconds, also my number. What is it, guys? Are we mm. speaking to you for ten seconds and asking for your number? Or are we speaking for five minutes and asking for the number? What is it? Mm. You, if, and also, if you guys also have a problem with it, then guide us. Can't always That's... have this check. This, right now, you're complaining about us taking too long. I can guarantee you there's another one on some, oh my gosh, this guy came through a minute and he was like, my number. My number for what? We just yeah. really spoke. Uh, that, that, also, guide, yeah. also try to guide the guy then as well. If you guys want something from it, don't just be like, okay, right. That's when I decided that all women are different, bro. You guys yeah. are not all looking for the same thing. You don't all have like, there's no formula to it, dude. What works for you might not work for another girl. Another girl might want a connection before giving over the number. number. Another guy, another girl might be like, can I please have your number? I saw you from across the room. You're kind of pretty. Yeah. And some girls... it's just that quick. And a lot of girls, yeah. girls do respond yeah. to that. So... Going back to your question though, I think it all depends on uh, how often you get that. Because I'm sure the first time you get it, you're like, oh my gosh. Well, I know for myself. Let me speak for myself. The first time you have probably like, oh my gosh. You're making on me, aren't you? <laughs> you want this dick right now. <laughs> and then after that, it happened like, yeah, it happened a few times. So now, yeah. honestly... If it happens, it's not even a shock. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, you're making money. And then you go, you just, it's up to you whether you... Yeah, whether you reciprocate or... or... Yeah. Exactly. All right. What do you do? The first time it happened to me, I was just caught off guard a bit. Mm -hmm. Like, I wasn't ready for it, you know. I was I'm in charge. And then I was like, okay, cool. She was like, give me your number. Plus, she was also like, she needs to actually go. So she was like, okay. Give me your number, and what are you doing, like, I two days to, later? Take it to bed. Like, she was like, so, on the thing, I think we talked, was it, like, a Wednesday or some shit? Mm-hmm. And she was legit, like, give me your number Friday, let's do something. I need That's to go. Oh, I wrote my number down. <laughs> and she called later that day. And I was like, damn, okay. She's in the game, yeah. bro. And then, <laughs> yeah, did you feel that deal or, like, nah? That sound effect, man. That's crazy. Busu was doing this with the girl. Guys. By the way, you fuck boys, I saw your tickets. Uh, now, this question, but a different way to you. And if you can speak on women, like on behalf of women, mm-hmm. what is the approach then as us guys? Do we tell you? Should we tell you straight up, I just want to smash? Yes. Or yes. no? Yes. Because yes. some women say that, but I think it's cap. I think a it's lot cap. of women on the timeline are like, just be straight up and say you want to smash. Don't waste my time trying to you know, get to know me. Yes, it's the way. But then. If a guy does that, some of you sometimes will be like, he's so rude. Like, it's just men are trash, once again. So, so what what do we do? What do works we... for one woman doesn't work for the next. That's what I say, dude. Okay. There's nuance to every This woman. is what I do. We go on the potential date or, or tea date or whatever. Right? Uh-huh. And then after that, during that 
time. I ask you, what are your intentions? Are you here to get a regular fuck buddy or are you here to get something serious? Mm. And if you lie to me there, because I've had this happen before, Nah, I got into cry. a relationship. No, I'm not gonna cry. Sound like Annalise Keating. Like, I got into a relationship with this guy. There I am, decorating his body with my feelings. And then what? he was like, "No, hey, hold up, run that line back." Break down the bars. There I am. <laughs> Decorating his body with my feelings. What a bar. God damn. Decorating body. B-O-D-Y. Hey, what are you like spelling shit up, bro? Why do you like spelling shit up, bro? The bars, bro. S-N-O-O-P-D-O-G. You just go back to the 90s with the bars, bro. Okay, so you're decorating. Yeah, and then I actually found out that this guy was not in it for the the, the long relationship. Term. Yeah, and just, I was hurt just, because... Sorry to interrupt, mm-hmm. but just some advice for girls. Mm-hmm. That question never really ends well because the guy, if the guy's there to smash and you're asking, are you here to smash or be in a relationship? And then he knows that saying yes to a relationship will lead me to smash. What do you think Jen's going to say? I'm here for a relationship. But why are you lying it's really to that's me? Because he wants to smash. Because he wants to smash. Isn't that what we were telling uh, Happy Lang? Guys will tell girls anything. Because he's here to smash. And there's all, you always need to just... There's always what's it, little signs as to when a guy wants just only wants to smash. They always, some guys are very good at it. Hey, the dream selling. Hey. Yeah. Consistency. Get you your like, dreams, wow. yeah. Dream, <laughs> there's always, always, Get always... For example, when you had to ask, why did you have to ask? What did, what did you do? What did you say? Why did you ask him that? I always ask. Why? Why are you always asking people that? Because that's how I do my thing. But I then it leads ask. you to such situations. How's about maybe you wait and see? I don't have time for games. I have other people waiting. You're wasting my time. What yeah. do you do? You're going to be decorating someone else's body for yeah. what? So no, but you don't speak what time. you want because I'm being here. I am. I'm being honest with you, telling you what I want. Why can't you be human enough to tell me? The thing is, men are not dogs. We're not human. You guys are dogs. You get upset. Even, you get upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that question sounds like a trap. Because exactly, it's like there's two doors, right? And relationship door looks like the right option. <laughs> Saying, I just want to smash, looks like you're going to leave, exit the building, you're not going to get what you want. Exactly. So most guys will be like, no, I'm here for the relationship. Guys, I like sex, okay? So, I'm, I'm also human. I also get aroused. If that's the case, then you okay. should, since you understand that, then so, you should... Be honest. But maybe then, rephrasing that question, instead of just saying, what's your intentions? Yeah. Are you here for sex or relationship? Maybe say, look, this is what I want. And then, what are your intentions? Yes, that would help a lot. That would help a lot, actually. That way you won't be misled by these horrible men. That these dogs. Beautiful women. That's crazy. So when you guys shoot your shots, Mm -hmm. or when you shoot your shot, Mm -hmm. do you come straight up and be like, look, I want to smash you? Mm -hmm. Or are you just like, what do you do? 
Seriously, I'm gonna ask you how your day was. I'm not gonna get there and be like, smash. No, I'm gonna speak to you a bit and tell you that I find you attractive, and I would like for us to get intimate. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Let's it's worked see. for me. Obviously, it's worked for you. I mean, the guy is not yeah. gonna be like, I could. This is well. This is yeah. this is sex without the relate without the feelings. This guy is not gonna baggage? just say no. no. It's like yeah, you're in and out. It's what most guys prefer sometimes, depending on their phase in yeah. life. It's true. It's yeah. true. Hundred percent. So mm-hmm. just tell the person from the onset. Like, as I was saying, since you know what you want, like as he was saying as well, you should be out there. You want some? Hey. Um, I'm. This is where I am right now, mm. and this is what I want. Can we make okay. it happen? Yeah. Okay. Do we? Are we on the same frequency? Yes. I know. I hear you guys. Stop catching feelings, also it's childish. Yeah. Someone Excuse asked, me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to ask this question: Do you guys think you can have sex without catching feelings? Who me? I know I can. You can just have sex. No feelings will be caught. Nothing. Now, I'm not asking about one-time thing. Nothing. I mean, continuous sex. You're not in a relationship with this person. But, you know, every Wednesday we meet up. We fuck. No feelings will get caught. I could do that, but I don't want to, bro. (laughs) No, but I'm saying, do you think you won't catch feelings? Yeah. You think it's possible? I think it is possible. You can do continuous sex with one person. I've done that. I've done that before, and I didn't catch feelings. Did they catch feelings? Yes, they did. So, do you think both people, someone has to catch? Yo, I've met some savage ladies out there. Yo. So, what, what happened to that chick of yours, uh, bro? Uh, 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 the feds, all right. Then you're going to drop her name. <laughs> I forgot her name, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to drop her name. Was it Amanda? Uh, dude, what was her name? This guy is so scared, what happened to her, bro? I think I, our I podcast is tapped. Don't that shattered your uh, tablet? <laughs> I don't know. Elaine, what was her name, man? Uh, I'm glad you forgot her name. Let's just call her Claire for now. Okay, cool. just now you said the actual name, bro. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so we'll call her Claire. Claire. So our edit name for all purposes. What do you know about Claire? Yeah, man, what do you know about Claire? I don't know where she ended up, bro. Like, is she still in your life? Is she oh, shut it, my... Your tablet and your glass. Apparently your shades. Oh, shit! <laughs> yeah. Damn. Nah, she's fine. She's, <laughs> she's doing well in life. I'm Do you still contact her? No, I don't. Oh, I don't okay. contact her. I she hasn't listened to the part, but just speak about it. I really wonder how she's doing, but what I've heard is that she's doing very well. Uh, okay. She's... Healthy? Healthy, career-wise. She's in a relationship, I think, what I heard. So she's in a happy, she's in a happy space. I actually saw her at the car train. All right. And I went to go greet her, and her reaction was I was actually very shocked. She seemed very happy to see me. Oh, I was like, damn, girl. that means she's in a good space. I was so happy. I she's was so in a good space. She didn't like take any of your belongings and break them in the in the magnets on the car train. No, no, not this time around. <laughs> this time around, let's go fuck up the whole train. <laughs> 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 One story about her. Alright, alright, alright. Okay. Zandi, do you think sex with no feelings is possible? It's not possible for women. 
for women. It's definitely and he's said but Sia says there's some I, savage women yeah, out there. Some savage women. So they're fronting there. They're oh, pretending. Lying. Yeah. But women. too many emotions going on. So do you I, do, I don't think I'd be so able. Do feelings get caught on a one-night stand? Or is no. it only for the continuous thing? The continuous. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did I listen to the part last week? Did you have a problem with the guy giving you feedback? Because I felt that question was, was leading yeah, to something. You said the guy gave you an A+. Plus. A+. Plus. And it's, you, did you have, did you have a problem with that? Yeah. Oh, why? I did. Why, 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 why do you have a problem with the guy oh, giving you because you're making me feel like this is a test. But it is. <laughs> I think it would yeah, be different if he know. told you prior. He told you after. So yeah. and it was also good good reviews. Hopefully a a a plus is good, right? That's, I think that's yeah. the best you can. That's the best you can get. I think the best you can get. Just didn't feel right to me. You don't do that when you have sex with someone. You didn't do it when you were having sex. You did it after. So then, do you feel like sex is not a performance? Because I know a lot of guys feel like sex is a performance for them. Like what do you mean performance? Like, they feel that when they're about to sleep with a woman, they need to make it good for her. Like, they have to sort of perform. It's not just, this is sex that I'm going to enjoy. Sometimes. A lot of, Sometimes it can no, be. Well, a lot of guys, it's like <laughs> a performance. Like, I need to show that I last long, that I have the right strokes, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a thing, like, of I'm going in this, just have fun. I'm just going to enjoy that's it's funny how sex. you say a lot of guys, but then so many ladies complain. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually weird. weird. <laughs> Bro, like, in 2019, you're, you're gonna be very mindful of that. The group chats that women have are hectic, bro. They'll be like, not enough dick, not enough time. The abuse. This but there's, this there's, this there's abuse. Bro. Bro. There's abuse. There's abuse. There's abuse. By these women is tense. It's, it's tense, bro. It's so tense. like, bro, who got who got exposed to a group chat for not having enough dick? I have That's no crazy. idea. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> that is tragic. That's tragic. <laughs> like, if she goes and tells her friends he didn't have enough dick, not enough <laughs> dick, not not uh not the duration <laughs> of the sex was. That is tragic. Listen. I don't know what goes on in the female group chat, but we're being roasted, okay? Men are yeah. being roasted at... Like, 2019 is the worst era to have sexual relations right now. And, and screw up. And screw up. Ah, and screw up, yeah. Because yeah. all of her friends know, bruh. All of them know. Within three hours of that interaction, they know. They know. <laughs> Did you tell your friends in the group chat that you're an A-plus performer? Firstly, my friends and I don't have a group chat, and we don't... You don't have a group chat? Nope. I'm safe. They don't know about the whiskey dick. Shame. No, everyone knows about it. <laughs> <laughs> you exposed yourself. Why so. are you talking about me while I'm here? Couldn't you come up with another scenario? So, I'm not even going to engage in this conversation with you. Oh, anyway. <laughs> and that's episode 39. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah, and we don't speak about our sexual encounters are you serious no that's your business i've never met a lady like that did you did you recover from the whiskey dick did i recover on that day no not that day i mean did you get another chance (laughs) i I did i fumbled that one too damn yeah but that was a bigger i'll i'll explain that to you on another day there was another issue surrounding that one no give us the scorecards andy (sighs) 
Guys, let's, you people let's take, us to the next, take us to the next level, Zandu. No, that I think it's crazy. Hold on, no, hold on, hold on. You must report No, hold on, hold on. My grade is good. No, no, My grade is good. Listen, if my man is just just passing. take advantage of the boys under she tried to rape me dude yeah, I was drunk that's crazy <laughs> I've been drinking for like two days straight getting extremely drunk what was going on bro <coughs> were you going through it no I wasn't going through it Thursday Thursday uh, I don't know we we're chilling with the boys I got very drunk that day the following day I got very drunk Saturday came around and I was finished I was tired to begin with but she insisted ah Oh, snap. Do girls actually think that? Yes. Yeah. 
Shit. So we're going through our own internal shit on some damn my dick just disappointed. Is <laughs> <laughs> she thinking I'm man enough? Yeah. Or, but yeah, then yeah. you guys are going through your own stuff as well. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Different truths, right? Uh, eh? So when she said, um when she said, Am I not good enough for you? <laughs> as soon as she said that I was like, Yes, it's her fault. <laughs> I was like, you know what, baby, it's not even that <laughs> When she said that, I was like, yeah. okay, the blame has shifted. So. And when he told me, once I got home, he did not tell me at that exact time. Because I also didn't know. I had to detox. Quiet. I had to detox. Then they want to sleep. You want to sleep? He <laughs> <laughs> wants to sleep. Zandi, this is no. enough. It's enough. Now you made your point. I'm cutting that part right there for my album. That's the skit right there. You want to sleep? <laughs> Drop the beat, DJ. You want to sleep? That's a tag, bro. <laughs> Man, that's fine. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for pushing the part to the next level, man. Lucy, next week it's your turn. Really now. Party, I'm, I'm sick of divulging my life on this podcast. Next week it's I'm you. Like Mayweather, I just dodged that shit. <laughs> Oops. No nah. Anyway, man, uh, shout outs. You guys got any shout outs before we outro this? Shout out to our first time and last time listeners. Uh, listen some people turn the shit on man. and just like, all right. Catch some feelings with our part. The whole of Zimbabwe did that to us. The whole of what do you guys say about the. No, like, they came up in our analytics and they just no, never I came back. Shout out to Mugabe. Mugabe? Yeah, yeah. Well, you gave a shout out to Mugabe. Yeah. That was your problem. Yeah, that's crazy. My bad, though. Shout out to Changarai. Oh. Is he still around, bro? <laughs> I don't know who the fuck is there, <laughs> Shout out to whoever you guys fuck with in Zimbabwe. Right. <laughs> shout out to y'all, man. Um, shout out to Addy. Shout out to Ips. Uh, shout out to all the friends of the pod. Shout out to Sia, Bob, for coming through. Yeah, man. Thanks, thanks for, for coming. Thanks for having me over. Zaniolo, you got any shout outs? No. Now shout out to your dumb sister like last time. That was, no. What did she say about that, actually? Did she listen to that? My sister doesn't listen to the podcast. Why not? That's crazy. At least she won't hear that. I don't then. know. Yeah. That episode, you were wiling. She's like, shout out to my dumb sister. I'm like, Joe, you must tell your sister you can't sleep. Hey, it's tired. <laughs> anyway, we're closing out with a song by something so Soweto. Again? No, last time I played Muzi. Featuring something sweet because something sweet is on a roll, man. This guy's right. hot, bruh. Like, yeah. so this is a song today. We spoke about guys <laughs> approaching girls. So, guys, if you have guababa for our Americans, that is the fear of talking to women. <laughs> this song is called Uvalo. So, for all the guys <laughs> that have a valo, when you when I approach <laughs> your crush, the song is for you, man. Sing Babonde, Abba Fan and Dumbo.